and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome! To episode 207 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are we are on 207. <laughs> I had to double check. check. <laughs> <laughs> we are watching SG1 Season 9, Episode 8, Babylon. Yes. AKA is tea time. Ooh. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Mine is the slightly obvious The Last Samurai. Oh, that's the, pretty good. But my other one I actually like is Today is a Good Day to Die. Which, those of you may know, is a very infamous Klingon saying. Oh. And there's a reason we have a Klingon saying in this episode. Oh. I mean, besides Easy. the whole fact that there's a shit ton of commonarities between... There's a lot of, you know, crush the opposition. Or I don't remember what it's called. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting off real good this episode, guys. I am a person of people ways. I'm a person. Uh, any genre-ific things from this week? Um. I started watching Lock and Key. Oh, cool. I'm about halfway through that. I'm not watching Lock and Key. Uh, Nixie did have me watch the first episode of... Avenue 5. Avenue 5. So much fun. Highly recommend. It's adorable. Um, We decided maybe 45 seconds ago that I was going to write a science fiction short story. Yeah. About um, a a, a rocket launch gone awry. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I'm probably going to have to do some sciencing for that. Probably. Um, you can make it soft science fiction. It'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll call it fantasy. Um, and, um, I've realized that the that's astronaut that's on my tea thing is going to be very loud. Uh, well, you know. It's fine. If you hear jingling that sounds In like a dog space, collar, no one can hear him scream. It's it's a tiny uh, astronaut that looks like an astronaut walker that's yeah. on the end of my tea. Because we are having tea today. It's not even spiked because it's early in the morning. Yeah, and uh, I do have some sort of... Uh, We're having Jolan's tea. We are. We may spike it halfway through. You don't know. We may. You don't know us. I mean, it, I mean, you probably do know us pretty well, but you don't know us. Listen, there have been times that I have drank in the morning, but usually that's on vacation. You know, I can really go for a Bloody Mary. I'm not a huge Bloody Mary fan. I am. No, my 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 morning drink of choice is uh, is I will go with a tequila sunrise. That's not a bad one. I'll go obviously a mimosa. Well, mimosas are good. I mean, I'll take a whole mimosa bar. You know what I like? Here's the thing with Bloody Marys: I can't drink a ton of like I can drink one. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, no more tomato juice ever. I actually. But I love the heat and I love the salt. I don't like drinking tomato juice. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. Okay. So, but. I like the heat and I like the salt and you know my weird obsession with olives. Yes. So to me the idea of having a Bloody Mary in the morning is it's really just, just I want it I want like a bacon uh stir. Yes. And like a giant chunk of like feta cheese and some olive oh, God <laughs> My mouth is watering. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Or, yeah. you know, a classic uh, spiker coffee. I mean, that just... That's a good one, too. That's one um, that I mean, that's made for early in the morning. Agreed. Um, um, okay, early morning alcohol. Got it. Early morning alcohol. Let's see, okay. Uh, I started knitting a, a genre of reference. I'm knitting a pair of... It's a shawl that has wings. On, it looks like feathered wings. Oh, yeah. And I'm knitting it with this gradient yarn that I was gifted that goes from black to white that I will be making as a Vaxel Dan reference. I like it. With like a it. little blue feather and a <laughs> little oak leaf nice. as part of it. Aww. Because Critical Role is awesome. Um... Oh, and I saw Birds of Prey. I somehow forgot that I saw Birds of Prey on Thursday. Oh, that's right. You did tell me that. What do you think? It, you know, listen. <laughs> that's, the script, that's never a good no, start. No, I, I, I actually super enjoyed it. Is it the best written? No. Are there flaws? Yes. Do you So what it? part of it was enjoyable? Her is Harley. Okay, so Margot Robbie's enjoyable. Margot Robbie is Harley well, Quinn. Well, that's believe. I, I believe I will that. watch regardless. I was thinking the whole time going, I would love to play Harley Quinn as a D&D character. I will never put any What DM... do you think Rosie is? <laughs> I will never... <laughs> no, no, no. Just... I will yeah. never put a DM through me playing yeah. Harley as Harley because... Yeah. No, Rosie's not Harley. She's got shades of crazy, but not that kind of crazy. It's a different type of crazy. Yeah. Uh, and also just the visuals. Okay. Just the, the, the colors... Um, so the art direction. The good. art direction and the cinematography of it. Is art direction's beautiful. good. Margot Robbie's good. The also just like the choreography, like all the fight oh, choreography. That's it nice. is. It is one of those ones that's truly elevated to dance. Okay, I it's, do love watching a good fight scene. Oh, the fight scenes are the best. Nice. And there's, I think someone mentioned it, and I had it out of context, so I didn't know, but. It's small things like there is a fight scene and it's a bunch of badass women and one person, her hair is in her face and the other one pauses and gives her a rubber band to put her hair up in the middle of the fight. That's awesome. I like that. (laughs) Like it's... Um, Also, how are you not going to love a fight sequence where one of them's wearing roller skates? That's true. Do we ever see Zatanna? Not in this one, no. Okay. I can see definitely... Um, she's she's friends with the Birds of Prey. Yeah. So I always wondered if they might put her in there. But. I will say, and I don't know if this would get a sequel, because apparently it's not doing awesomely at the box office, but mm. they definitely left this open for future films where they could bring someone okay. like Zatanna in. Which you I know think what? I, I want Zatanna to get her own thing. I, I really think she would work well on the CW with that Riverdale world. Oh, yeah. Um, I really think she would do well, but they're bringing Katie Keene in, so they may have their hands full. Um, I just really love her, and she's insanely awesome, and she's magic, and she's a badass. Mm -hmm. Um, and with supernatural ending, um, there's there's a nice little supernatural Supernatural shaped hole, like literally of the supernatural. Yeah, is what she is. Um, why not? Why not do that? Um, and if they're doing, if listen, if they get more DC shows, they just need to rename their channel though. The DC channel. Yeah, they're no longer. Well, I mean, it's the DC. It's they just have to name themselves. CW needs to stand for a comic book, something, something, comic world, comic world, Uh, because it's all of the Archie comics and it's all of the (laughs) DC comics, and that's it. Uh, Which isn't a bad way to go. I think the only like, they, I'm glad that. Um, 
uh, Sabrina's not there because I think Sabrina can do a lot of things yeah. on Netflix that they couldn't do on the CW. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the only one they're missing right now is Sabrina. Yeah, because yeah. The, yeah, they've got Riverdale. Uh, they're doing Katie Keene. Who else is there in the Archie comics? There's a lot, but all the characters are accounted for except for Sabrina. Yeah. Um, that's true. I mean, you could actually be kind of cool if you somehow worked at a deal to bring... Uh, What's her face? She's amazing. Um, that's Sabrina over Sharon, as a good guest. Uh, uh, Kieran and Shipka. Something like that. She's just awesome, and she's the one from Mad Men, and I love yeah. her. Because um, they did in Flash, they actually brought What's-His-Face movie Flash into Flash for oh, a cameo. interesting. That was, like, super top secret. Oh. That no one knew anything about. Was it worth she- the payoff? It was really cool, yeah. Right on. Um... Like, apparently... Can you tell I'm not watching any of those shows? Well, I don't watch a ton. Supernatural's the only one I keep up with, and I'm still, I think, a week behind. I don't necessarily I don't think watch... I have access to them. Aren't they not available anywhere? No, you can watch them on the, the app, because, like, CW's... Has their own app? Yeah. Is it a paid app? No, it's free. It has ads, but it's free. Okay. Because CW is free. I guess that's true. It is an over-the-air channel. Yeah. Okay. I think it's not on my It's not on Hulu. They've taken things. them off, like, Hulu yeah. and everything else. And they have, they don't have, like, all the back episodes. They have just, like... Okay. And then Netflix, I think, has the older seasons of most they of the do. shows. That part I think I knew. Yeah. Um, but we're here. We are here now. To talk about Stargate. Grey's Anatomy. No? We're going to mention show? Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. September 9th, 2005! Yeah. This episode was written by Damien Kindler, directed by Mr. Peter DeLuise. DeLuise. So I'm going to have to start with Mr. William B. Davis, or those who recognize him from X-Files, the cigarette-smoking man. So the only thing I think of when you say the cigarette smoking man is the bare naked lady song where he goes, I hope the smoking man's in this one. Yeah. So all I know that is, is that the smoking man is in more than one episode of X-Files. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Cancer Man is, uh, also known as Cancer Man, um, is one of, like, I would say after Mulder and Scully and maybe Skinner is like the next character listed in the top reigns of nice. X-Files lore. Nice. It's basically never good when you see him, though. Oh, okay. So he's not one nice. of those like. Who does he how... wait? Who does he play on on? He plays the prior. Here. Okay. We barely I, see him. Actually. I call him oldest Ori in the world. Yes, is what I called him. Yeah, he's actually. It's hard to explain the cigarette smoking man. Um, or see, I it's is his story CSM, directly connected to Mulder and Scully, or is that yes. too much information to give? No, it's, I'm actually, it's more of just trying to figure out, not even t- discussing spoilers, it's just interesting to figure out, he's like a little bit informant, a little bit enemy, a little bit friend, mm. helps him out. How, how him early his... do you meet the smoking man? You meet him, I think the first time is near the end of the first season. Okay. Because um, we, uh, 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 fiance Jesse and I started season one. Yeah. We're enjoy- we were enjoying it, and then, like, life got crazy, and yeah. we haven't watched again in a while. You, it, 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 he, it's a little bit till you meet him, okay. and then he starts showing up more and more often. Interesting. Yeah. He's... Like, I think we're just barely still dealing with, like, nobody likes Mulder. The first, whatever. Uh, that's just a non, 
ongoing thing yeah, okay no no one really... and they're like scully what are you even doing working with this piece that of shit doesn't end God, for a lot of it that's frustrating it gets less okay but the underlying tone is still there okay for a while. right now it's like a front and runner story yeah, like it's a threat to the what they're doing i x x files i think really laid the mold that i think supernatural did where it takes like the first season is so sort of episodic um, and slowly it just becomes, it switches over from being episodic into just like the continuous storyline. Uh, okay. Um, we are definitely still in episodic format. Yeah, because the first season is like mostly episodic, one or two story arcs, and then the next season is like a few less episodic, a few more story arcs. They start to throw it in there at you. Uh-huh. Got it. And then there's a number of episodes where you finish watching. Going, Welcome to the, the X Files podcast. Um, tangent, not really. Oh well, at some point we can discuss X Files. It's gonna happen. Cause happen sometimes. That is one of my first, maybe this time. It's Sorry. one of my first loves in TV. Honestly, oh. it scared the ever living shit out of me half the time, and it was great. So anyway, William B. Davis. Yes. Um. Apparently went to. Uh, college with Donald Sutherland, which is kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. And it makes me weirdly happy. Also, really cool fact, he ended up studying and working in London for a bit, and was the assistant director for the National Theatre of Great Britain under one Laurence Olivier. Oh, that old guy. Yeah. No big deal. Worked with a bunch of other, like, names of that realm. Some other general manager <laughs> theater. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, this was all before he was 30. Like, he was accomplished. That's cool. Dang. And um, he spent a lot of time teaching acting, and mm-hmm. he has just, his own acting school in Vancouver. I don't forgot how to use a mug. I just spilled tea on myself. Sorry. And he does a lot of directing for stage and screen. Screen. And the screen. The screen. <laughs> Infamously, when what he the was hell's wrong with us? Playing okay. the cigarette smoking man. He quit smoking in the seventies. Oh. So he actually used herbal cigarettes in the X Files, and then actually used sort of his like fame or notoriety from uh-huh. being the cigarette smoking man to work with anti-smoking campaigns. Oh, cool. I think I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and he's a big advocate for climate change and skepticism. Which is kind of cool. Sounds like he's a pretty cool dude. Too bad he's an Ori and I have to hate him. <laughs> he's not an Ori. He's a prior. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, then Jason George, who plays Jalan, yes, and Grace immediately recognized from Grey's Anatomy. He is Miranda Bailey's husband and also a firefighter who's now on the new show that was kind of like a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy called Firehouse 13. I will um, say that you already have said more than I had written down. And this is all off the top of my head, yeah, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, he plays her second husband, whose name I can't remember, but it's Miranda Is Bailey. Is it Dr. Benjamin Warren? Yes. Yeah. It's Ben I Warren. I had that part right Well, now. he's Dr. Benjamin Warren, but then he becomes firefighter Benjamin Warren. I don't know what the title is. He doesn't want to still have the doctor? Nope. He likes running into burning buildings more than he likes doctoring. I mean, he still has a PhD, like an MD. And he, well, I don't know that he does. You can't. He got into trouble a couple times. Oh, and they like. Well, here's the thing: you they can strip your license. I think that's what he did. So technically, he's still a. He's still an. He still has an MD. Oh, he still has the education. Yeah. Yeah, he still has the education. He just doesn't may have his practicing license. Yeah. 
it's really it's actually a really cool story it's actually a very cool relationship that they've created uh which that's one of the things that Grey's Anatomy is kind of known for is being pretty progressive with the Mm -hmm. things it does so his wife is like a very accomplished doctor um who has recently started to treat her anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder because it's been manifesting in very invasive ways mm-hmm. um and one of the things that she deals with daily is the fact that he decided to become a firefighter which is a job that could kill him yeah. any minute yeah um and and have to let her anxiety and her her mental illnesses adjust to it or or okay. i don't know that illness is the right word but the things that she deals with we watch her adjust to the changes in her life her mental complications yeah Anyway, interesting. I really like that show. The uh, I have I've seen like three episodes, like the first three episodes. It's like fifteen seasons at this point, (laughs) maybe more. The fun the fun part about this is that Volnick, uh huh, Jolen's brother, yeah, is played by Jason's actual brother Jarvis. That's awesome also i like that their names are jason and jarvis Jason and jarvis uh and he actually has a pretty nice acting uh list as well him i didn't recognize as much i don't i think mean he's... i recognize him as his brother yeah i don't think he's been in as high profile shows, but he's still a working but actor. he still has a pretty decent yeah he's still a journeyman actor there right on and then i also must mention mr tony todd Icon himself, which I'm not sure which Star Trek role speaks out to me more, Worf's brother Kern, oh, or the older Ben Sisko in The Visitor, which is my favorite episode. Oh, I know Ben Sisko. That's the kid. It, that's a kid, and there's an episode, and I won't say what happens because it's a fantastic you. episode and you get to it, where we see an older Ben Sisko. Oh, cool. And it is played by Tony Todd. Tony Todd, and he's the lead um, of this planet yes. guy. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Whose name like I don't I said, remember. He plays Worf's brother Kern. Hence, today is a good day to nice. die. And he was also a Hirogen and a Voyager. Is it a good day to die hard? Old prosthetic, so we don't really see. Today is a good day to die. It sounds like what happens when you combine a Die Hard movie with a Bond movie. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. It could it could legit be a title for either a Bond film or a Die Hard film. Yep. Okay. Uh, also, he was Candyman, which I've never seen any of the Candyman films. Oh. Um, he was also in Platoon, The Crow, Final Destination, all of the Final Destination. Whoa. I think I've seen, like, three of them. I think I saw the first one, uh-huh. and I was so mentally traumatized by the thing going... Oh, which one? Which one? It's the one where they're driving, and the thing comes oh. off the truck. Yep. The, like, plank of wood. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I... I'm still visually traumatized by that basically every time I'm on the road. You're like, here it comes. Um, a friend of mine had a truck tire roll over their windshield. I know someone who you also know that I will not name their name okay. for protection of people, which they did nothing wrong, uh-huh. who was in driver's training and on the interstate. Oh, no. And the car, the, the, v, the truck in front of them, you know those big, the, the big, like, things they fill with water? Yeah. Uh, came detached and bounced and then hit where he was. Whoa. As the driver in driver training. And they're like, good thing that was empty. Wow. Yeah. 
Did they pass the driver training course? Yes. Yeah, okay, somehow good. they still drive. Wow. I don't think... I'm trying to think of... Um, I had a tire blowout. I would never... Oh, yeah, I had that happen too. But like actually fall apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. And was I was fun. next to a semi and almost went under the semi, mm-hmm. hence why I... If you ever see me driving on the interstate, you'll see if I'm near a semi, I go white knuckle. <laughs> and it's yeah. because I still have like flashbacks of driving next to something. Dang, that's not good times. It was an ice spike that was in my car that I didn't know was there until we got to warmer areas and then melted and then blew up my tire. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Best times. We still don't know what the hell happened to mine. But the dealer replaced all four of the tires because I'd had the car for less than a week. Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> It were fun. Okay, I'm ready. Alrighty, we're going to start the episode now. Mm-hmm. We start with the team in really stylish black gear. Roaming through a heavy forest, Teal'c has a very large gun. And they're looking for the legendary <laughs> yeah, warriors of the Sodan. <laughs> so- <laughs> I just, you said he had a very large black gun? <laughs> That's what I, heard. I didn't say a very large black gun. No, you I said didn't. They were dressed in black, and he had a very large gun, but he didn't see have what a very my brain did there. Gun. See what my brain did. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um. Hey, not to mention. Yeah. The action do rag is back. Action do rag is back, and we thought for a second that Cam had an action do rag. He does not. I thought there was action do rag twins happening, he's, and that was not the case. He's wearing his action hat backwards. He's capped to the back. <laughs> Uh, they only have vague info about the Sodan Warriors, a world once inhabited by ancients, a village <laughs> surrounded in the mists of time. Yeah. I didn't see the trailer for this episode, but I really hope that line was in the trailer for yeah. this episode. It, it, he's definitely doing the inner world oh, 100%. game, which is the best game ever. It's my favorite. I like to do it to Stormy and Drake. Uh-huh. In a world where two brothers lick each other's butts. That's usually how it starts. <laughs> I mean, I feel like any story involving the two of them would two have to start. Two brothers. With licking butts. <laughs> with butt licking. So Cam tells Teal'c his skepticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he Teal'c is determined to find the warriors of the Sodan exist, Cameron Mitchell. <laughs> He's Sorry, Colonel Mitchell. He doesn't call him first name. He's very proper. Um, and he, he calls him Cammy. Tries to impersonate Teal'c and it needs more bass. Mm. When quickly a twig breaks and they're under attack, staff blast coming from the forest. Cam uh, will will cover their six, get back to the gate. They can't see who's firing at them. And when Cam stands up to run, Volnick is just there. Yeah. And then staff whips him. It's like a pistol whip but with a staff weapon. Yeah. So it's like a staff whip. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's staff. you can. Sorry, I am. Um, I'm impressed by Cam's immediate willingness to be like, get out. I feel like that's just Cam, though. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we haven't had a chance to see him actually do yeah. that yet. This is true. So we're like, oh, right on. This is who you are. Uh huh. The rest of the team is running. Heavy weapons fire going all around. Cam mm-hmm. gets to like tries to get off a few shots with his P90, but he's hit with staff blast. Goes to fire a couple with a sidearm. Mm. And again, they're like mini staff weapons, too, in this yeah. episode. They're not full Jaffa staff they're, weapons. You know, the compact ones. Sam calls for backup from SG-22 and then calls out to Cam. Cam and Volnick are just wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's very mano a mano. We're going to fight it out like yeah. bros. Because bros. Cam is able to get his hands on said staff weapon and fires at Volnick, who goes down. And then Cam also goes down. Yeah. 
It's like, remember in those, um, I think it's in Street Fighter, when you double KO? Yes. And then, like, both of the little fighters fly off the screen, and they're like, oh, and then they land. And it was, and it's double KO, so nobody wins, or everybody wins, however you want to to approach it. it. That's basically what happens. Um, There is now a whole bunch of other Jaffa Mm -hmm. around Volnick and Cam. Their guy is badly injured. Uh, and instead of going after and, like, just killing Cam while he's unconscious, Haikon tells Jalan to bring him. He picks him up. He goes invisible. <laughs> yeah, which is super cool and new. Yeah. New exciting toys. And SG-22 comes down raining hellfire on the site, mm. and quickly the Sudan retreats. Uh, and we see SG-1 return to the site to see only the Sudan warrior and no Cameron Mitchell. Credits. Let's just swap these people. Yeah. You take this one and I'll take... Oh, crap. It's like when you're Jack Terrell in a pile and you grab yeah. the wrong one. <laughs> oh, no. I grabbed yours. It looked just like mine. Uh-huh. The end. <laughs> so when we come back, we're in an absolutely stunning village. It is really cool. I mean, again, all of Did... the last samurai references in yeah. this episode. I'm just going to not mention them because they're everywhere. Did they just take an existing set from The Last Samurai? They could have. <laughs> because, no, I... man, it's cool. Yeah, I think they built this. They built this city. They built this village for hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Um... Oh, you can tell they work hard here, but they mm-hmm. also have a very idyllic life. Yeah. I live here. Cam is just coming to with a pretty bad wound. He sees people standing over him, saying he'll be dead by sunset. Cool, 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 cool. But he must be kept alive. Mm. That's Teams, quite the job. Yeah. Also, <laughs> not what you want to hear as you're falling back yeah. unconscious. Teams are roaming through the forest looking for Cam. Walter has a UAV roaming in the skies mm-hmm. looking for things. Volnick is... Pretty badly injured. His symbiote's dying. Uh, and, you know, dead symbiote will kill him too. Yeah. Everybody's dying. All of the mirror dying. Yeah. Yep. Also of note, he has no forehead tattoo. Oh, that's right. As a warrior of the Sudan, they have not been indentured to a ghoul for over 5,000 years. And we get an indeed. Boom. There's also a stone... The Soda op- Warriors are pretty cool. And yeah. yes, I did call them Soda Warriors. Soda Warriors. <laughs> There's also a stone Ooh. obelisk that they, they're they called over to see. It has... Eight- um, I've renamed it. Okay. What is it? The Weird Penis Building of Enlightenment. Okay. So they there's a weird penis building of enlightenment <laughs> that mm-hmm. they're called over to see. Yep. It has ancient writing, which is not familiar to Daniel, but five seconds later he can read that it's a sure, gateway to enlightenment. Sure. Yeah, please hold while I load the software <laughs> that lets me read this. Let me just jiggle my Rosetta Stone in my brain. <laughs> let me cast comprehend language. Yeah, real it's, quick. let me. I don't have any spell slots left, but if you give me a chance, I can do it as a ritual. Yeah, that's <laughs> essentially what happens. Uh, there's energy readings coming from it. Uh, energy blah, readings blah. coming from it as well so they guess maybe this is how the Sudan escaped so quickly which that's a leap yeah but Daniel's really good at making leaps and yes. they somehow land this is true so he's just gonna continue his life assuming that that's what leaps do <laughs> and they never lead you down the wrong hole until the day he dies yeah. because he made a bad leap yep the end um 
So back in the village, <laughs> Jolan is cleaning Cam's infected wound, uh, not really worrying about any semblance of bedside manner. No, no. Or trying to be go pain free. Yeah. He's going more like pain expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Pain heavy. Um, he's not exactly a plastic, plastic surgeon no, about it either. He's no. like, yeah, fuck it. Scars are cool. Yeah, pretty much. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care if this hurts you. In <laughs> fact, I may be poking you extra hard. Yeah. Got to get Got to got to shove the infection out of there. Yep. That's that's how that works. You right? got to squeeze it out. You just have to like rub it with sandpaper. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So the other day we were talking about, I like that you grossed yourself out. The other day, uh, a friend of the pod, um, who hasn't been on the pod, probably never will be, because that's who she is, uh, Summer and I. I somehow were, already knew who you were just talking about. We're playing a game called What's Everybody's Job During the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, and I think I guessed what mine was. Well, yeah, you're crafting our home. Yeah. You're building our home and I'm making doing sure things. we're clothed. Yeah. Um... And uh, we were like, wait a minute, who's going to help Grace with the medical crap, right? And it's like, Nicole, no, 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 no. (laughs) Here's the thing, like, as long as it doesn't involve needles or small, like, if it's already a wound, uh I'm fine. But that's the thing, is if you're dealing with a need, with wound, you gotta needle them closed. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> um, we found we found a taker. We found someone to handle it. But we okay. were going through people going, nope. I actually had a conversation with that person about how he faints with, <laughs> the, with blood gets drawn. And I was like, so that's not going to work. Um, I am quite good at first aid. Yeah. So, like, I can do some trauma stuff. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. If, the, if, if we are in an actual apocalyptic situation. Yeah, we'll make it work. I'll probably have to just get over it. Well, the thing is, we have a job for you. I know. So... Um, and uh, we realized backup trauma nurse. Yeah, we realized that my cohort at work um, is as into the weird, creepy medical stuff as yeah, I am. Yeah. And her dad was a surgeon. Yeah, that's true. And it's, she's like a it's mom fine. of kids who's not weirded out by blood yeah. and guts and poop. Uh, we had a big poop conversation yesterday for no reason other than I mean, why sometimes not? you just have conversations about poop. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes shit happens. But it's but we told her she goes, Oh yeah, I'm yeah. on the medical team. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny to me that you got grossed out by the word. Right it's now. just it, it's honestly it was as much like it was gross. It's yeah. gross. It's as much as like it's like it's like sandpaper on a chalkboard also gives oh, me the yeah, exact same. Oh, yeah, that gives same... you the willies. Yeah. yeah it's I... Or like nail files. Yeah. And so honestly, it didn't as much uh, like gross me out as it sent the same chill down my spine as sandpaper Ceramic against ceramic. <gasps> Let's think of all the gross sounds while people listen to us. the bottom of the plate. <laughs> <laughs> Just the scraping. Although I like a spoon in a coffee mug. That one That's I love. That's different. That is a beautiful sound. That's more like, like chimes. Tink, 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 tink. I'm going to make that my ringtone. And then a knife scraping On my phone that's never set to make sounds. <laughs> Mine never. All of a sudden, somehow, when you texted this morning, I heard the, uh, the, uh, the TARDIS <laughs> whomping sound effects. And I was like, what did that come from? Oh, that's my phone. And I get a text message. Yeah. I the other day my phone went off and I went, is that my phone? Yeah. And Jesse goes, yeah. Yeah. That's your phone. Yeah. You made that choice. Yeah. And I was like, no. 
No, Mine is still the theme song from Doctor Who, from Ten's Doctor Who. Uh, Mine is the... Because the... that was when I set my ringtone, wow. and since then it's been on silence. Mine is the... the um, I guess it's a... I don't remember what it's called. It's not a xylophone, but it's some sort of dingy instrument from the Marimba? movie... From no, no, it's from the movie True Romance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like ding, 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 ding. Anyway, I'm gonna not tell sing us it your embarrassing ringtone that you still have. <laughs> so back at the SGC, Volnick is in surgery, six hours into surgery. Daniel and Teal'c are in the observation lounge when Landry comes in, and I want to know what they've been discussing for the past how many hours? Exposition? Like, off-camera exposition? I don't know. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I can imagine Daniel taught taught Teal'c go. (laughs) No. Yes, okay. Yes, 100%. You know that Daniel plays go. (laughs) And uh, Teal'c comments at how good of a surgeon Carolyn is because most Jaffa would already be dead. Hmm. And Landry reports that he was wearing some other ancient tech that they hadn't seen before, including a deathly hollow, <laughs> the cloak of invisibility. Yay. We just need to find the other two deathly hollows. Mm-hmm. Just and search. then we can defeat the Voldemort. Oridemort. That sounds like a great name for a drink. SG-1 in the search for the other two deathly hollows. <laughs> Sam and her team are still trying to figure out what the, what'd you call it? The, the, the penis uh, of enlightenment. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yes. Weird penis building of enlightenment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Sam yeah, yeah. and the team are still trying to figure out what the weird penis building of enlightenment <laughs> is. They have no clue how to turn it on. And Prometheus is outrunning a scan of the surface of the planet, of the moon, mm. of other planets, just anywhere the camp could be. Mm-hmm. And seriously, people, have we not learned to, like, put fucking trackers in your SG teams? Something. So- anything. Chip them. Chip them! Yeah. Look, if I had a job of that sort, and they're like, we're going to chip you like you do your dog, yeah. so that if you go missing, we know how to track you, I'd but, be like, like it's yeah. it's even a different than the dog, because the dog, you have to have the dog and then scan it to see who, like, who owns the dog. Right, I like want... just a GPS tracker yeah. within the, yeah. I want a GPS tracker. I think I think if that was the kind of job that I had, I would be like, absolutely. Here's my arm. Tracker me. They did it in Bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if I worked for the CIA, the FBI, although the CIA might get you in trouble yeah. if you get in the wrong hands. But, but these people aren't going to know it's there. Like, make it, I don't, it's just yeah. something, people. Do it. Do it. Do it. So back in the village, Cam wakes up, still in pain. Duh. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that, like, aspirin is popular here. Yeah, the plant may exist. Yeah. But... <laughs> Please don't let seem like the people who, uh, embrace... I don't know that in tea form it works quite as well. <laughs> Uh, he essentially also rips his band-aid off. Yeah. And it's, it, like, falls apart. Like, did they burn it onto his flesh? No, I think what it is is... Is it just, like, stuff? No, I, yeah, I think they packed it okay. with herbs and stuff. And then... And leaf, spices? Yes. With 11 <laughs> herbs and spices. They are preparing him for dinner. And they... <laughs> I broke a grace. And then they put the leaf on there as the band-aid... 
This is a yes. common thing. Yes. No, it is. It is. And actually, I've had um, a wound dealt with that way. My yeah. dad, when I was little, would, would take all these, you know, things that we know of in the native land. And uh, he would, I, I used to get like these weird things under my watch, like uh-huh. a weird rash. And he would do that. Do that. No, really. Because yeah. you're little and you're sweaty and it's hot yeah, and it's, it's plastic. Yeah. And you don't want to take the swatch wash off. And your dad's like, it's disgusting. And you have some sort of fungus yeah. growing on you your skin. You basically have in like jock itch yeah on your wrist wrist and you're like leave it i love it (laughs) but yeah he like rips it off and just like takes all the stuff out yeah grabs a t-shirt sees some sparring outside sees jalan coming back towards the building Mm -hmm. so makes a quick decision to hide behind the door and spring sure on jalan with a knife that he can't figure out which side is the sharp end of (laughs) good job bud you're so you really thought this one through (laughs) Uh, Jalan finds this amusing, and mm-hmm. uh, both reverse headbutts him and then flips him onto his back. Yeah, he basically schools his ass. And from the f- the first of many schoolings. Kim's like, I'm gonna sneak attack. They're like, roll to attack, and they're like, zero. What? I rolled a nat one, and I have a negative one in sneak. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's dumb. So, <laughs> Jalan schools him on the fact that Thing, how things seem and how things are are often very different. For example, you are free to leave here whenever you want. However, it is months of travel on foot to get back to the Chapa Eye, and no one who's tried it's ever survived. You know, so, for a minute I thought it was going to be a solid Zen Cohen. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I ran over you. I'll stop. Um, and they, the way they got here is through the Eye of the Gods, but that's not important, nor will we ever mention it again in this episode. No, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it's clearly the giant, creepy penis building of enlightenment. Sure, but yeah. But we never figure out how. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. So now we <laughs> they will begin Jomose Telak, which is not breakfast, but is in fact training for Kelshak Lo, the mm. ritual battle, since Cam spilt blood of a Sudan warrior, and this is how he answers for that. And on that day, Cam will die. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, he drew first blood. I mean... Rambo would agree with them. That's true. <laughs> Back at the SGC, Landry visits Carolyn, who's watching over Volnek. Nine hours of surgery total, but he lived. He's on Tritonin now because mm-hmm. she wasn't able to save uh, his little buddy. Yeah, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so Carolyn is not super thrilled about his future post-op recovery being interrogation. Sure. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you get to patch him up. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's kind of your job. And she will tell Landry when he's awake. Mm-hmm. Back in the village, Cam is brought to Haikon. Yeah, now that he's not going to have a homeward bound journey. Yes. Oh my um, god. I with love his this buddies. So much. <laughs> he's like, all right, guess I'll be part of this thing. Uh, my favorite my favorite part is how he adds Earth at the end Urf. of his title. Yeah. Yeah, he goes into full military, like, stand, like, yeah, the I am which, a soldier now. Which, I mean, I don't blame him. Like, that's. Sure. How he introduces himself yeah. to what seems like the head warrior. He should do it everywhere. First dates. Yeah. You know, meeting, you know, at the bank. Yeah. At the doctors. Here's a question for you. Here's, as because you said dates, here's a question for you. Who do you imagine being smoother on a first date? Cam Mitchell or John Shepard? Oh. Okay. 
smooth in the definition of a smooth operator is Cam. Okay. However, the more charming of the two is John okay. because he's a little bit awkward. A little more successful. He's then. a little bit... He's just a, a just he's off kilter enough uh-huh. or quirky even yeah. if you will. Yeah, 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 okay. To where that ends up becoming the, the more the charming positive. part. Yeah. yeah. Where, because I'm also like who would somehow be more smooth on the first date? Sam or Elizabeth Weir? Oh. Because Sam. Because both of those feel like as failures as I was. No, no. <laughs> a Sam. 1 million percent Sam because <laughs> Sam can fucking kick it. This she is can true. hang. This is true. Now, Elizabeth Weir is a badass and she's amazing. She's going to overanalyze But everything. she's in the boardroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is true. <laughs> and she's in the boardroom everywhere. Now, here's what I think. I think uh, Elizabeth Weir, you get a couple drinks in her and she gets real silly. She may. She just may be fun. She may. Now, mostly I want to see her and Sam together. Girls night. Yeah. Can I just be part of that? Yeah. That's what I want to be my bachelorette party. Okay. Bachelorette party <laughs> is hanging out with Sam. Yep. Fictional people, please yep. make it so. Okay. Thanks, bye. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we're at it, just bring back Carrie Fisher. What the hell? That's fine. Listen, <laughs> I mean, I'll pretty much do anything to have Can an we just, evening with Carrie Fisher. We'll just do like a... We'll just, like, go get naked in a forest and have some sort of weird ritual, we'll see if we can bring her back. Listen, you you have spoken the words that I've always dreamed of. Uh-huh. Dancing around a fire naked yeah. in a forest yeah. under a full moon. In like, hopes of bringing back the spirit of the yeah. goddess Carrie Fisher. Uh-huh. I'm fucking in. You know, listen, if she's gonna fucking show up anywhere, it's gonna be there. Yeah. I like it. We have some, like, weird... I can home make some mead. We'll have some yes. weird homemade mead. Yes. And we'll cover ourselves in glitter. Yeah. Okay. 100%. This is what we're going to get the colored flames yeah. for the bonfire. This is happening. I like so, back it. in the village, we've just planned Grace's bachelor <laughs> party. Uh, Cam is brought to I Just Said That Part. He's introduced himself anyway. Yeah. Sorry, we got really sidetracked by the bachelor party. It's <laughs> pretty exciting. Idea that I'm this actually is writing it down. <laughs> are very happy here and have no issues being isolated. Yeah. Uh, Haikon doesn't really care that the rest of the Jaffa are free mm-hmm. or that the Gould are defeated. They should have been defeated 5,000 years ago, yeah. according to him. They're, and, they're like just like uh, spiritual bros, yeah. if you will. They're like, yeah, man, that's the thing you should have been doing. And we are here because we y'all are stupid. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Um, over time, the Jaffa who, f- who founded the Sudan became to the realization that many have that the gold they served, like, wasn't a god. Mm-hmm. And unlike Teal'c, when they saw their true gods, they saw them as those who came before. Which at first I was like, are you worshipping your ancestors? Oh, no, ancestors in terms of the ancients. Got it. Yep. And, uh... They rebelled against the Gould. They fought against the Gould. Eventually, they went off to find Keb, but instead found this place. Interesting that we're back on the Keb thing. Yeah. I'm for it. And um, Haikon hopes that Cam is prepared to die well, because today is a good day to die. Back on Earth, Volnik wakes up, and Teal'c mm-hmm. is there, and is like, Look, bro, we came to find you in peace, regardless of the fact that I had a really giant gun. That was for wildlife. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, for we were just hunting. You, we wanted to talk, 
Okay. And then you attacked, and Wait. then you took our guy. I tried to talk to you with my fist, and you wouldn't talk <laughs> to my fist. Volnick is straight to the point going, yeah. That's well, where we, my microphone is. <laughs> we kill any outsider that comes to the planet. Yeah, now. everyone's an enemy. Bye. I hate you. Daniel suggests, like, look, let's just straight up swap. Mm-hmm. You for Cam. Yeah. Volnick's like, yeah, he's probably dead already, and if he's not, he's about to be. Yikes. And Teal tells them how all Free Jaffa have revered the Saddam warriors. Well, next, like, revere all you want. You took my symbiote, bitch. God, he's just so angry. So angry. He's surly teenager levels of angry. Uh, Teal wants to introduce him to life with Tritonin. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I would not like your newsletter. Yeah, get out. God, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. You'll never understand me. And basically. <laughs> and if Teal had any honor, he would have left Volnik to die in the battlefield. <laughs> in the village. Damn, he's so ungrateful. He is. Jalan sort of confirms what Haikon said earlier, that the Sudan really super give no shits about the rest of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the choices made 5,000 years ago, that we live here now, <laughs> is the way. This I is the spoken. way. Mm-hmm. Um, they do missions to raid... For symbiotes. Yeah. For the young, and that's actually sort of a rite of passage for the young warriors. Can we talk about the random insert shots of the kids eating rice? It's adorable. It's like, what? But why is this happening? Were we just short on time for the episode? No, I think part of it is, and again, it's been a long time since I've seen Last Samurai, uh-huh. but aren't there, like, when they're sparring? I guess like that's true. It's like the kids true. laughing. Yeah. Because the kids are like, <laughs> but here's my silly wonder. outsider, I don't think. fight. I don't think I saw one female warrior the whole time. Where did these children appear from? There were women. Okay, there were. There we did see women. Okay, okay. They I'm were just doing like idiot. housework. Got it. There were no warriors. God. Yeah. They need Ishta to come show yeah, them who's clearly. boss. Clearly. Okay. Um so they start training. Apparently their fighting style is a very closely guarded secret, as is everything about this village. Yeah. It's not so closely guarded. It's just that nobody knows you're here. Exactly. So relax, okay? It's not like you're so great at Chill. secrets. Like, you yeah. tell everyone that comes to the planet, so how the fuck is anyone supposed to be wanting to know, like, even yeah. know that you have a secret fighting style? Yeah, exactly. Jolan is going to teach Cam, and then he's going to die. Shame. Yay. And the training starts. Cam pauses. Not that Jolan is unworthy. Uh, he just doesn't feel like, f- and Jolan just takes him out. And this first training session is like many training sessions and that it makes the kids left with this ineptness. Yeah. As, I mean, I guess if I were little, I would sit there and eat and watch people fail miserably. Yes, that would course. be joy. I mean, there's no TV in this village. This is your TV. <laughs> yeah. This is your... This is... You can't play fighting video games. Sure. You, you can't are, play Mortal Kombat. Yeah. This you, is your Mortal Kombat. I like it. <laughs> it's literally Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Not figuratively. <laughs> Apparently, Ben wanted to do a lot of the fighting and the stunts in this himself. And uh-huh. he did. Until nice. the point where they started watching the dailies and saw how much Ben was getting the shit beat out of him and, oh. like, actual bruises. And they're yeah. like, no, 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 Ben. How about no more like no, this? No, I need your face. Yeah. <laughs> you're here because you're pretty. <laughs> Be pretty. So in the infirmary, so Neil's say you apparently did do a fair amount of the right stunts on. and everything. Good job. In the infirmary, Volnick is refusing to eat. He looks like, shut up and eat your fucking food. <laughs> Also, yeah. Tritonin He's has weakened He's so ungrateful. You. you get Tritonin, 
They yeah. take your symbiotes. You're not relying on that. Yeah. They feed you jello. I know. And you're just a dick about it. Well, next, like, what do you know of freedom? You serve the gold and then you chose to live here rather than your own people. And I'm like, he chose to stop worshipping mm-hmm. and serving the gold. And then he chose to live here. He's like a man who's making choices, which mm-hmm. sounds like what freedom is. Ta-da! Butthead. <laughs> Tilk tries... It's a little buttering up, but I think Tilk is more like a little starstruck. Well, uh, yeah, but also angry. Like, Well, I think he starts this as starstruck and then yeah. ages into you're an ungrateful asshole. Yeah, never he's, meet your heroes, kids. Yeah. 100%. He's kind of going through that mode or whatever. Because he's heard stories of the Sodan since he was a child. Yeah. And, you know, they're legendary. This is, like, the thing that keeps people going sometimes. Mm-hmm. And many Jaffa have fought and died for a cause the Sodan have started. And Volnek wants nothing to do with anything. In the village, Cam cools off, is still sore. And mm-hmm. we see one guy getting a poke and stick tattoo. And cool, then cool, there cool. is a prior being escorted into hey, the village. Hey, an old ass hat one. Which is all we see of William B. Davis Damn in this it. episode. Yeah. just We just need to know that they're there. Yes. Ugh, gross. Cam is uh, running uh, Ray's Jedi training route. Okay, literally wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> I literally wrote the exact same thing in my notes. I mean, what else are we going to do? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit Mulan, or not Mulan. It's a little bit Merida, but she was on a horse. Yeah, no, it's it's Ray's Jedi training. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> there was no sand timer, but Carrie Fisher was waiting there at the sure, end. Sure, exactly. I'd rather, I, Jalan's cool, but. He's I mean, no Carrie Fisher. No Carrie Fisher. Um, Jelan oh, keeps... that is one thing I did. I finished her book this week. That's my pop culture thing. Oh, well, yeah. We... I, list, I did the audio book of it. You were reading, you were listening to Wishful Drinking? Yeah. Uh, it's really short. It's really it's short. Not, yeah, which her, is really nice. Um, Her stage version yeah. of that is one of my favorite I things. think it's the same thing. It because is. she reads it. And yeah. so I think she delivers it like it's one of the stage yeah. readings. Um, I have The Princess Diarist, which is pretty good, too. Nice most yeah. recent one i read anyway um okay I, back to okay back to stargate so jalan keeps taking him out while invisible which is really <laughs> dick. really funny yeah um or firing that's shots when you have them. to throw sand that's yeah. when you throw yeah. pocket sand yeah um and don't then don't throw your pocket bacon eat the pocket bacon yeah throw the pocket sand which should be in your other pocket because you don't want to get your pocket sand no. on your pocket bacon no. um but that's how you see the outline of invisible people um and uh yeah he keeps firing shots going go faster <laughs> and when cam finally makes it to the end it's too late the sand has already run out of the little bag oh sand. and we learn that they get instructions for their cloaks from the ancient writing hmm. and while still cool. under breath cam's like can i speak to Hycon again because we got shit to talk about mm-hmm. and because the prior's bad and i need to tell him yeah that prior no good and Jalan will consider it if Cam finishes training course within time and punches another hole in the back <laughs> and just points for Cam to run the Go. route again. Good times. In the next scene, Cam meets Hycon, so I'm guessing he made it before the sand ran out. Yeah. Well, he's no slouch. He's not. And he's sort of like strumming a little lute or something. <laughs> and Cam realizes why the Sodan attacked him. It's because the prior told Hycon that we were enemies. Oh. Hycon's like, well, is he wrong? N- yes. Of the prior, they're enemies. 
<laughs> so they've, you know, Haikon at this point goes, look, we've searched for generations for the path, like capital P path. Mm. And Haikon has a copy of the Book of Origin with him. And he knows the Ori aren't the ancients. But I mean, can we doubt their gods? Good. How can I refuse the path to enlightenment when it's what we've always been looking for? Because of the waters. I hate Cam tries to warn him, but Haikon is I hate the, the priors. I hate the Ori. I hate it all. Okay. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, my mother wanted me to tell you on the podcast that she agrees with you. Yeah. Yeah, because she, she is also She smart. wanted me to tell you that on context, and then I forgot until you said the context in which she said it in. <laughs> okay. So there's more training. There's more sparring. Cam is still getting his ass handed to him. Children mm-hmm. are still laughing at him. Well, yeah. Jelan is going to let Cam rest, but no. He should just go and, like, kick the rice bowls out of their hands and be like, who's laughing now, punk? Cam's okay. like, I'm not tired. I If I'm going to survive, Kalshek low. I need mm-hmm. more than what you're giving me in terms of training. Stop fucking holding back and let's go. Mm-hmm. And so he tosses him a training staff and Cam blocks, blocks the shot. Yeah. Jalan tosses him a water bag filled with tea, and this whole time, uh, this whole time they've been sparring, they haven't discussed what started all this. Sure. And he's like, it doesn't matter if it was self-defense or not, you spilled blood. And Volnik was a skilled warrior. Mm-hmm. Cam wants to know who he'll fight, and usually it's the closest blood kin to the slain warrior. At no point letting on what we eventually find out. In right, the that they're brothers. So Cam promises he'll die well and all that jazz, but before he goes, he asks Jalan if if Jalan really believes the priors that are coming to the village. Hmm. And Jalan just goes with what Haikon says. I mean, he's been... He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, he's been leading the people for over 100 years. He knows his best. And how's that for a free Jaffa, huh? Yikes. Going on about your freedom. I just do what I'm told yep. because I'm free. That's what free people do. So Cam tries to warn Jalan, if they follow the Ori, everything here, everything you treasure is going to go down in a fiery ball of flame shit. Mm. <laughs> and Jalan goes and takes his tea and goes home. A, fl- a fiery shit ball. I like it. Speaking of tea. <laughs> uh, at the SGC, Volnik, who's now handcuffed in an interrogation room, uh, has told Teal that the priors are in the village. Mm. And Teal circles this table like a prowling hunter cat thing. (laughs) (laughs) My words fail, but you know what I mean. No, I like... (laughs) I like prowling hunter cat thing. I'm gonna... Okay, I love you, and I mean this in the funniest way. Have you ever seen those Reddits or... um, where teachers will turn it, will share like bad, yeah. really written like yeah. papers from their high yeah. school students. Yeah. It's like he walked into the room like a prowling hunter yeah. cat thing. Listen, I have always said I make pretty pictures for a living. Oh, no, you write good words too sometimes. <laughs> that one was just a choice. Okay, I, I love it. It was you. also me literally forgetting what I was going to say. And a I panther? Just all the words he stalks him like a panther. Yes, thank you. Stalk yeah. is actually the word I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> 
I can't think of where to just name all the words around it. Just every other word Someone in the vicinity. The Somebody grab one. So Teal'c tries to educate him on what the priors actually are, what they uh-huh. really mean for the Sedan village, and he rolls pretty high on intimidation. Uh, he really wants the code for the transporter. Mm. Bolnex still outrolls him, though. Oh, he's got resistance to being... Yeah, because yeah. Jaffa, like in the observation room, Landry's like, it's been two weeks and we have nothing. Yeah, your conversion therapy is not working. And Sam reminds him that Jaffa don't break under normal interrogation and we're never going to cross the line into interrogation that would work on him. Yeah, so, so we're fucked. Everyone's fucked. Yeah. And the transporter, the, like the trans, the... The pe- the to- penis tower uh-huh. enlightenment yeah yeah thing enlightenment I appreciate you trying will <laughs> apparently shock you if you put in the wrong code sure. <laughs> it's a shocking penis it's a shocking penis <laughs> <laughs> I died <laughs> and apparently um uh what's his face our friend. Uh, doctor, what's his face? I've just blanked his name, but he apparently lost feelings in his leg from that shock. Oh, um, I got, I got gotcha. you. Everyone I gotcha. knows the the in in their heads who I'm talking about. And Lee, Doctor Lee. It took me a second. Yes. Um, but the feeling in his leg should come back in a couple days or so. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fine. So meanwhile, the Can international professor committee... exit for a little while. Yeah. You know he's making that reference. Oh, he he is definitely walking around going, Gene. He's 100% not walking, though. Well, (laughs) rolling around. (laughs) We've lost him. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we're going to get through this episode. We're almost through it. Okay, ish. Meanwhile, the International Committee is keeping a tally on all the resources that they have used so far to try to find Cam. They've only have a few more days before they're gonna like it's gonna be cut off it's the search and rescue is gonna end yeah and daniel and sam respond one might say poorly to that uh-huh. and they've spent months looking for a single person in the past this whole like never leave my head man behind situation. yeah how we're suddenly leaving men behind we've changed the rules which landry 100 percent gets but he needs something to show them before the international people pull the plug i'm just here to provide some tension in the episode yeah why are you guys mad at me otherwise he's gonna have to be declared mia mm-hmm. in the village there's a little prayer action happening mm-hmm. uh, of which even Haikon is bowing down to the prior and we see jolan pause before Gross. he bows Later, Cam comes uh, to Haikon's beautiful open-air home temple thing. Mm-hmm. Both he's let in. And again, Cam tries to warn Haikon against the priors and the aura. Yeah, like, dude, I don't... You, he needs to find new things to say. Like, he's running out of things to say. Because the Haikon is like, look, they he's healed our sick. He's made all our crops go super awesomely. Like, we can't doubt their power. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's not their power. It's how he uses his power. Yes. Cam tries to plead. Come He's on, like, don't be this dumb. Let me tell you that when you don't want to worship them, they kill you. Yeah. Like whole planets. Haikon's like, oh, I'm just going to take your word for it. He's like, fuck yeah, you should take my word for it. Yeah, because I'm a truth teller. 
Cam tells them that you can, that Haikon could go ahead and think that Earth is godless and inferior, and, but the key is, is that Earth has never needed proof of God's existence to believe. Mm-hmm. Faith has kept you for 5,000 years. Don't throw away your whole history for a bag full of magic beans. But it, basically, it's what they're doing. Like, how are we so easily fooled? Yeah. It's like, yeah. And and I think that is the frustrating part. It's like you've spent your entire existence talking about false gods. Mm-hmm. And yet, this false god yeah. totally fucking pulled the wool over your eyes. Yeah. You dumb fucks. Okay. More training. Cam has getting better mm-hmm. to the point that the kids are finally impressed. He's the best around. No one's ever gonna keep him down. Okay. Um... Because then I'll make a man out of you. Jolin gives him credit. You know, his challenger in the fight may actually have a fight to Mm -hmm. fight. You know, and then Cam's violent death, naturally. Yeah, well, you know. So they take a break to toast with Jolin's tea. He asks Cam why he trains this hard and doesn't meditate in his final days. Yeah. And Cam's like, look, I've survived shit I wasn't supposed to survive before. And the moment you accept your fate is the moment you're as good as dead. He's like, it's the American way, basically. Ba- yeah, basically, I re- am Captain America. It's a, a recurring theme in Stargate that what keeps us going, and, and they and they say humans, but really, we only really interact with, well, uh, unless we're talking Star like, Atlantis, yeah, we're like, mostly talking American humans, but it's, it's very like much the spirit. It's yeah. Yeah, it's that American spirit of, like, we are going to relentlessly yeah. fight until... We're dead. We are going to be annoying until the moment, probably after we're dead, we're still going to be annoying. It's still going to somehow be a problem. We're going to make all of the fucking noise we can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway. We're loud and we're brash Mm -hmm. and we think a lot of ourselves. And we don't give in. We don't give in. We don't fucking give in. No. And I love it. (laughs) Our stubbornness is our strength and we've learned to use that. Yes. For good or ill. Yeah. Sometimes... A little both. Yeah. So Jalan steps closer mm-hmm. and lowers his voice and he goes, How do you know the prior's lying? Oh Cam's like, I've seen entire planets go down. Yeah. And if you don't take don't have to take my word for it. I'm getting through to you. Go question things yourself. Murna, murna, Use your own brain murna. smarts. Hmm. Back at the SGC, Volnik is not in the mood for mm-hmm. Daniel and Teal'c again, but he doesn't have to listen to them this mm-hmm. time. Listen to Tassin. Uh, listen, Tassin's not very convincing. No, Tassin is super not convincing. Yeah, he's okay. I'm gonna let you do it. But you do. he is the founder of a Frigifa settlement mm-hmm. on a planet, and it's like, look, the prior came to our village, and we were told to follow or die, and we told them that we refused and didn't want their books. Tessin. And then they killed us all. He does a very bad job of. Not just showing up like an exhausted dude. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's I like, get did they wake him exhausted. up in the middle of the night and not let him have his coffee? And they're like, you don't get coffee until you talk to this dude. And he's like, fine. Look, <laughs> they're assholes. The priors suck. Can I go now? I get like everything you knew was killed and you're probably not bright and chipper, but like, use that energy. My God, yes. Some, <laughs> find some energy, any energy. And Volnik doesn't want to take the word for the sorry excuse for Jaffa, and we're like, fair. Mm-hmm. 
Fair. Yeah. Uh, the guide's also a little going, fuck you. Yeah. And if a prior visits your village, then just run and then, leave. And eat dicks. So it's the morning of the ritual. Cam is taken to the mm, temple. Mm-hmm. Gong's ringing. Uh, Cam doesn't deny that he spilt the blood of a Sodan warrior. And Jolan, as the brother of Volnik, seeks recompense. What? We never saw this coming. And Cam's a little shocked, which, here's my question. Do they already have the plan for later? Um, In which case, Cam is lying here. Yeah. Uh, Did they already have the plan for later, but not know that Cam not know that it was fighting? Like, it's one of those, like, oh, no, we'll have the fight. And then as long as they don't stab you. So they had to have had the plan once they knew they were fighting each other. So they already have the plan now and Cam is lying. Or did the plan be made between now and the fight? I think the plan is made between now and the fight. Otherwise, it's very poorly written. Yeah. And I think better of our writers. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's because yeah. they never really say... Because otherwise, it removes the tension of this reveal. Yeah, this is true. So, the next scene is the fight. May mm-hmm. the blood spilled here today settle the debt once and for all. Woo. Jalan and Cam salute each other. May you die well. And they start the Put battle. Put him in a body bag. Which, seriously, full credit for Cam... Even with this plan, uh-huh. like he- full, f- like full head into this battle because oh, there's yeah. still a decent chance he was gonna die here. Well, he needs to. Yeah, he can't just not give it an effort. Oh, I, that's but it's but still. Yeah. He is so just. It's why I am not on a team like this because I would be shitting my pants. <laughs> Yeah. He's just like, no, that's cool. If I die, I die. Yeah. I, I think you I mean, give I yourself less to. credit than than you know. I think at the, yeah. But I, I hear you. I do want to give Kim credit for like saying, fuck it. I'm going in. Yeah. I'm going all in. It's that spirit we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, eventually he gets slashed in the leg. Uh, and Jalan pins the staff to his neck, choking Cam. And we see the vision go out. You just go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Go and to sleep, it's sleep, full nap time. <laughs> Can I take something that makes you fall asleep that easily? No, really. Like, because I can't tell you the number of times I woke up last night where I was just like, go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. So Cam uh, falls dead-ish. I mean, listen, <laughs> Hikon rolls a one on a medicine check here. He just like touches his fingers yeah, to his Yeah, it's chest. really not good at all. <laughs> like through the leather. Yeah, it's, uh, he's not trying. No. And Jalan says that he fought as a warrior and he wants to give Cam a warrior's funeral, basically. Yeah. And Again, his deception isn't that great either. No. Okay. I think it's also, no one in this village could even contemplate someone Yeah, that's not like even this. a, no one has the suspicion. No. That's fair. So in the woods, at the end of a training course, Cam slowly wakes, and he was out for seven hours, because Jalan made the potion a bit too strong. <laughs> well, rather too strong than too weak. This is true. Although, I mean, is it one of those potions where you make it too strong, you also just may die? Good <laughs> Just permanent sleep. Yeah. You just don't wake up. <laughs> so the plan worked. The village thinks Cam is dead. They and did a bamboozle. Bamboozled! 
And uh, the prior plans to, if the prior plans to lie to the Sodan, he is now Jalan's enemy. Yeah. Haikon may have already fully joined the cult, but many warriors are on Jalan's side and a little questionable. Yay. He's going to continue to walk the Sodan path with or without Haikon. Yep. And Cam tells him that they will not walk alone. Oh, that's very romantic. It is. Mm-hmm. And then they make out. At the SGC, <laughs> even after seeing the video of the destruction, Volnik doesn't believe anything that the Ori, like, the Ori were involved at all. Yeah. He hasn't said a word, so maybe he's just being stubborn. Maybe it's oh, like yeah. one of those where inside he's like, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck, the fuck? Yeah. And outside he's like, yeah, no, I don't believe any of it. He's like, I can't let you see that I'm changing my mind. Yeah. Because then you get the upper hand. And there's an off-world activation. Mm-hmm. It is Cam's IDC. And I love, are you kidding? And Walter goes to Daniel going, I would never do that. Sarah. No, yeah. Walter doesn't kid, Daniel. <gasps> <laughs> do I look like a man who Walter kids? has no sense of humor. Yeah. I love Walter. Yeah. No sense of humor. Well, I think that's what he wants them to know. He's yeah. like, hey, look, I don't have a sense of humor. No. Um... <laughs> So, Teal'c tells Volnik he has a visitor. It's Cam. Volnik is immediately a little, uh, killy. <laughs> yeah. A little wanting to killy. Sure. Uh, wants some vengeance. And Cam tells them it doesn't matter if they never become allies. They basically just bicker. Yeah. They're like, nah-uh, yeah-huh, nah-uh, yeah-huh. What matters is that Volnik knows the truth. Yeah. So they dial the gate back, and they're gonna send Volnik home. Mm-hmm. He tells Cam that he's lucky. Because he would never have survived a real Kashyyyk love. Oh my gosh. Whatever. Cam's like, well, I guess we never know. Okay, bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and as he leaves, he tells Cam that freeing him doesn't change anything. And okay. that they will meet again. Cam's like, cool. Yeah. Bye. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> That's basically what's happening. And I'm actually really interested to know what what um, Jolan would tell Volnik about Cam. Um, he's gonna be like, oh yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. But he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. He's like, strong heart. Yeah. Super stubborn. Idiot, yes. Yeah. But. But wrong, no. Yeah. I-, I think, yeah. And he's just gonna roll his eyes at how much his brother hates him. Yeah. Like, no, it's fine. But he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, that's what matters here. Which yeah. is what Cam was saying. We don't have to be allies. Yeah. Just know the truth. I don't care if you hate me. Yeah. We don't gotta be friends. We're just here to win. I mean, you shut me, I shut you. We're not, like, cool. It's fine. I don't even want more friends. Whatever. Bye. I don't even have friends. I have my own friends. But, yeah. Okay. Fade out. The end. Um, It's nice to have a fully Cam-centric episode. Yeah, we haven't really had, like, a full deep dive into Cam psyche. Yeah, and to see what Cam's made of. Cam is made of stubbornness. He's complete, good old American Captain stubbornness. America. Yeah. Um, More so than I feel like any character that's ever been on the show is he Captain Yeah, because he's, yeah. Um, he's not as wily as Jack. He's not as, you know, um, smart as Daniel or Sam. You know what I mean? And he's not just full brunt, brute force, like... Yeah. Uh, uh, Teal'c, but he's a very specific brand of like, oh, I'm gonna fucking just yeah. stubborn my way out of this. I'm gonna stubborn my way out of the problem. He, yeah, he's Drakey. Yeah, he uh, of all of our animals, that is my Drakey yeah. boy. 
He's going to run from across the room and land on your face. Yeah, and and it's going to hurt, but yeah. it's going to hurt you more than him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> um, it was it was fun, and I, I'm imagining we're going to see more of the Salon. Salon? Salon. Salon Warriors. The Sodan. So Sodan. The Soda Warriors. Well, I even said it wrong, too. The, so, the Salon the, Warriors. That's right. The Soda Warriors. It's... Captain Shasta and his friend, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We need to go. I don't know where the silly is coming from. I don't from. know. We, we're like 100% sober this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't let... Guys, do never let us record sober. Don't let your friends pod sober. <laughs> okay. What's next? Uh, next is Stargate Atlantis conversion therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, prediction: They have to upgrade all the software on Atlantis, <laughs> and it fucking sucks. I don't even want to see. And they're like, "Does anybody have a USB port that'll go from Flash to me?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kaylee's mad. We're gonna go. Except for that one, yeah. Kaylee, Kaylee was so good, and she's losing it. So we're gonna go. We love you guys. Find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Bye. 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 Bye.